Hello, everyone, and welcome to Knights of the Pageless Library. We are a little podcast dedicated to reviewing audiobooks. I am Bo Knight, and I am joined, as always, by Ryan Knight. And today we are taking a look at Tales of Terror, written by Edgar Allan Poe and narrated by David Thorne and Bruce Blau. That is correct. And I'm sure some people, there's there's got to be a few of you who are like, where have you guys been? Well, you know. Life just kind of happens, and unfortunately, we weren't able to get this out during spooky month during October. Um, but here we are. We're going to go ahead and cover it anyways, because we listened to it, so we might as well tell you guys about yeah, it. Yeah, we, we, we did the work. Now it's time to make the content. That's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so sorry we missed out. You know, we, we had a plan, and unfortunately, just stuff happened around it that didn't allow us to, uh, to execute it in time, but... Like I said, here we are. We'll go ahead and cover it. Um, if anybody wants to complain at us about that, uh, comment on us coming back, whatever you want to do. Please feel I was free. happy you guys were gone. <laughs> yeah, I was so glad you didn't pop up in my feed anymore. Yeah, I was like, thank God. <laughs> um, please share those thoughts with us, though, over at uh, kotpl.pod at gmail.com is the easiest way to get a hold of us. Uh, you can go check us out on YouTube. You can no longer leave dislikes on our videos publicly. What? So, yeah, didn't you Why? see that? YouTube changed that. Why? I don't know. And people are pissed about it. <laughs> you can only do, you can only see the amount of likes a video has received now. You can no longer see how many dislikes it has. But people can still dislike it? Yeah, they, they could dislike it, but it won't show a number to the public. <laughs> That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. I agree. Yeah. I mean, we're just making it so much easier for just garbage to float to the top now, I feel like. I uh, the, but, I'm sorry. I you I okay, what's the point of disliking something then? I don't really understand if they can't see it. I'm not sure. And I it, I don't know if it has to do with the algorithm or or I I'm not really sure how it works. Um if somebody knows, please feel free to let us know. Um I haven't done the the research enough to know. But I just know they took it away, and I have seen it on the videos I've watched that you can click dislike, but there's no longer a number next to it. Interesting. Yeah, I thought so. Didn't mean to get off on such a side tangent for it. Well, but um... I didn't know that. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> well, now you do, and now you can check it out. Um. So, yeah, as Bo said, we're going to be doing Tales of Terror by Edgar Allan Poe. Um. This was part of our spooky month, so we picked this one based on thinking it was going to be a good fit for that. Um, we did listen to this from Audible, in case anybody's wondering. Well, um, and this is a specific one because there's another one that got released in 2013 that I think is the same collection of books. Okay, probably narrated by different people, though. Mm, same dudes. Oh, really? It's actually somehow a minute longer okay but it's the same stories i think so yeah oh okay um so yeah uh i guess if you listen to a different version of this then your mileage may vary um do we know <laughs> what year this was written i don't <sighs> so i was looking um I don't know like when each specific story was written. Right, because this is a obviously a collection of 
Poe's well, stories. Poe only wrote short stories, I'm pretty sure. Right. And this is just a collection of those, yeah. Um so if I had to guess, I would say like when did he start writing? So like about like 1830s to like 1840s, I think was when these were released. Dang. Super old school. <laughs> yeah, I like, guess. like the oldest of school. Yeah, for for sure. Uh but the audiobook version we are listening to uh was released in 2006. So yeah. uh, oh, pretty old actually if you think about it. I was gonna say actually, yeah, this is kind of pushing the the limits for uh uh, an older audiobook, to be honest. Um, <clears throat> so, anybody I think who is a fan of horror in any sort of way has probably heard the name Edgar Allan Poe. Um, I've heard it put before that if Lovecraft was the father of you know certain types of horror, Edgar Allan Poe is the grandfather. You know, he kind of. Uh, paved the way for a lot of these other writers and you can kind of see that in newer writing um i could definitely see like how people would take inspiration from poe's writing for sure mm -hmm. yeah i mean you've if you attended school in america at least you for sure have heard of edgar Allan poe yeah yeah i would say he's his name is pretty prolific not I'm not going to say like everybody has read his stories or anything, but I would say, you've pro you know, he has a pretty standout name as well, too. So, yeah, he does. Um, so what did you think of these narrators? I we were talking about this right before we hit record. I didn't even realize there was two people. Uh, I think the narrators are OK. I just I take a lot of issue with the way that it was recorded. And I, I don't know if you noticed this, but it seemed like they would be speaking small pause, clearly different audio, say a couple words, and then it would go back to the previous audio, like from okay. recording it. Did you notice that? Yeah, I picked up on that, but I honestly thought it was just audio issues, not different narrators. But now that you say that, that no, that that is sense. an audio issue. But the the other the other narrator would come up when another person was speaking. Wow! Like if, if there were two people talking, one one of the, one of the narrators would voice one, and one would voice the other. Interesting. I didn't even pick up on that. I just thought it was one person doing multiple well, voices. Because they they sound almost identical. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and now this could be an issue from. Obviously, like we said, this is not a like new recording of these. You know, this is an older recording, um, but it is an issue nonetheless. Though. Yeah, it is an issue for Cause, sure. Because they'd be talking along and be like, "Oh, the old man's heart was so pause in his throat." Yeah, and it would continue. Yeah. It's like really weird. And and one would have like super crisp audio. Yeah, and, and then the other, other one, one is... was like they recorded it in an outhouse in a windstorm or something. Like it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. I did not even pick up on that that it was multiple people speaking. Yeah, it was. It's and the music I think was some of the worst I've oh. ever heard in my life. Sometimes okay, it's louder than the speaking. 
It's like, what the yeah. hell is going on? And, okay, it would have been one thing if it was like, oh, a little, like, blip of music at the beginning of the chapter and a <laughs> blip at the not end. at no, all how it is, though. <laughs> randomly in the middle of the story. Yeah. And they, it is honestly, like, it's like when you hear, like, third grade kids playing recorders. That's <laughs> the kind so of shit bad. you're listening to. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I, I, I think I get what they're going for. Like, ooh, it's tension. It's eerie. But it's just like, it's so distracting. Yeah, it honestly sounds like it was made, like the audio for the, or I mean, the music blips were made like when Poe was alive. Yeah. Like, that's how unscary <laughs> the, they the are. The first nowadays. recorder. Uh, trust, because we were just talking about the game Darkwood and how legitimately terrifying that is like if this book had had some of those like sound effects and blips as like bump music then it would have been something to hear but yeah, as but it stands it was just it's weird yeah as it stands it's it's weird it's distracting it's it's not good it's unnecessary that's it's, for sure it's, it's completely unnecessary yeah it's like weird fanfare for no reason yeah yeah i definitely did not like that at all um yeah so let's actually get into what this collection of stories is about um i mean they're basically a bunch of how many are there there's quite a few um there's eight okay so i was i'm sorry there's nine okay so there's nine stories um vastly varying in length um for sure some are super short and some kind of take up more of the runtime of this book um which the runtime on this is only six hours so to have nine stories in six hours like i said some seem like they're about 20 to 30 minutes others push in probably two hours of the runtime so um Normally we would cover how much you could get this for, but I think this is free with plus, right? Yeah. And I think that's the only way to get it. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah, your only option. So um, spoiler alert, I would tell you to not pay for it. So yeah. Um, so let's get into the big questions. Uh, is this one easy to listen to? No. Okay. I'm glad we agree. It's almost borderline so audio torture. Yeah, for multiple reasons, I would say. Um, one is the audio issues we discussed earlier. And two is that this is written in an incredibly poetic and like flowery way. And I, there are so many words. I was like, I have no idea what that means. Yeah. Like, and sometimes. Not even a clue. And, and that might be more reflective of my intellect than the way the story is written. That's, it's funny that you say that because I was like, man, I feel like this is such a, like a, a showing of like the degradation of the American education system that like I didn't understand any of this. And maybe, and maybe that's what it is because it just feels like descriptive word salad sometimes to me. But – I think you're right also that that's just the way things were written then. And it was in a much more articulate way, you know, and my freaking short attention span just couldn't handle it. 
no and it, yeah and it's and i don't think it's, it's not the book's fault it's not poe's fault no but it's just like for me it just like wasn't very enjoyable yeah exactly um definitely didn't <sighs> there was a few points where it kind of struck you know home with like the spooky month thing we were going for but for the most part it, it wasn't and it that could also fall back on the narrators because it's they do some that where the narration is good with the voice changes but for the most part it felt very flat oh it's super flat um and i mean i think you know we're kind of spoiled you know because we know guys like you know um oliver wyman and he spoils us when we listen to books so to hear something like this where the it's told so flat and then finding out it's multiple people even telling it so flat just is it's very disappointing yeah i i agree with you it's it was hard to get through it yeah um so i mean if that wasn't uh obvious enough I mean, what's your recommendation? I, I, I guess if you are, if you have above like a 65 IQ, like not me, maybe you'll enjoy this. And like, if you are like, if I guess if you're like a true, like horror fan and you like really appreciate like some old classic stories, but I guess when I say that, like Lovecraft wasn't this hard to listen to for you, was it? I mean, Lovecraft. Lovecraft for me, even as much as I enjoy Lovecraft, I definitely have to do multiple listens of his stories to actually understand yeah. what's kind of oftentimes, not all the time. Like the Call of Cthulhu is a very good example of one of his best works because the first time I listened to that, I was just, I was hooked. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, this is creepy. So. It, <laughs> You can't necessarily say that it's only because of when it was written either. Because no, that's yeah, that's that's what I was trying to get at. I, I mean, mm. and maybe for the time, like it's hard to say, but I would I would guess that this stuff might ha like if you received a monthly magazine and some of these stories were in there, I could see how that would be very gripping and something that was very you know near and dear to you that you get this this monthly story or whatever that you get to sit down by freaking candlelight and read. I could see how those could be yeah, kind you have of your scary. Butler read it to you. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but I could see how that could be kind of scary. I just don't necessarily know that it holds up to that today. And maybe somebody who reads Poe, like, you know, actually knows how to read. Unlike us. Yeah. Um, Someday. maybe it would hit you differently maybe you know maybe you'd have different feelings about it but i just feel like for me the the audiobook falls pretty flat at least this one i mean yeah so I, yeah so i guess like so if, if you really like poe and are already familiar with these stories and for some reason don't want to read poe again and you would rather listen to it this is an option yeah i would say like if you had like a school assignment yeah. and they were like you need to you know you need to read three edgar Allan poe stories and tell us about them then this is definitely an option yeah um 
I would highly recommend that to a lot of kids. Like I did that in high school. Oh, they would tell us to read a book and I would immediately go find it <laughs> in audio form and you do it that way. Take that school. Yeah. And I, it's not like that's cheating. You know, that's, you still are going through the stories. So. See, I always, I, I feel like people, when I like talk about audiobooks, they like look down on you for listening to them. It's like, really? Well, you had to sit down and read for two hours while I was actually accomplishing something and getting the same story you did. Right. See, and I, I mean, obviously we started this podcast because of our, our love of audiobooks. And I think that is why, number one, I'm not a fast reader. I'm incredibly slow at reading. Yeah, me too. And just being able to listen to the story, I feel like I get the same experience if not better for me because i'm such a slow reader so you know and i'm one of those readers i read a whole page and i'm like i don't remember any of that like yeah, i don't remember like, any what of what i just read that about yeah so now i gotta go back and reread the page that is discouraging to me so for someone like me like that's where audiobooks are like a savior for that and like you said i can be doing other things at the same time so mm-hmm um which makes it all the more disappointing when you come across a story like this uh where i was literally driving while i was listening to this still don't really know what was going on in most of the stories yeah so and with that i mean that's that's kind of an iffy recommendation i would say if you're just looking for something to listen to uh like on your drive to work skip this one there are much better books out there uh to fill your time you know on your drive to work yeah i'm trying to think of like a good horror recommendation instead a good horror recommendation if somebody wants something scary um i for some reason i'm drawing a blank can't think of one off the top of my head okay i i will say check out it, this is not necessarily as scary, I would say, as well, probably actually more scary than these. But if you like horror, I would check out Dreamcatcher by Stephen King. Oh, okay. Very yeah. good. Yeah, for sure. Skip the movie, though. <clears throat> Me. Yeah. Also a good recommendation. We have not covered that on the podcast, unfortunately. People can't mm, go back and listen no, to our we podcast about it. But <laughs> maybe we will. Shoulder right. shrug. <laughs> Um, yeah, so with that, uh, we'll go ahead and pass the spoiler wall real quick. Uh, I don't know that either one of us will have a whole lot to say about it, but here's your warning. If you do want to listen to this and you don't want to have it spoiled for you, go ahead and go do that. Uh, we can't say we didn't warn you. And then please come back here and hear what we have to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so nine stories and the titles of them... So what's yeah, the first so one? The first one is the Telltale Heart, which in my opinion is by far the strongest. But okay. I think that's just because I'm so familiar with this story. Like as okay. I was telling Ryan, this is a story that I had to like read in front of the class in eighth grade. So that I'm pretty familiar with this one. Okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna let you take the lead on this one then, because I honestly Oh, you don't, don't remember this one? See, okay, I like this one. So this one is like it's from... been it's it's been almost a month since I listened to the book. So 
Oh, this is where, like, after this one, my expertise will go immediately into the toilet. <laughs> okay. But so this one is all from first person, and it's 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 about this this kid. I, I think he's more of like a young adult. He's probably about 16, 17. He's working for this old man who has like this nasty eye that kind of like oh, okay. is like a lazy eye that sees wrong. Okay. And yeah. one one day it looks at him the wrong way, and he I mean, there's lots of like he's he's essentially recounting what he did to the police. Right. But so okay. he's he's telling like the escalation of the story of how like he would slowly open the old man's door every night and just like stand there to see if he would notice. And then like one night the eye looked at him wrong and so he killed him and he buried yeah. him beneath the floorboards. Right. Okay. But as he can still hear his heart underneath the floorboards like pounding all the time. Right. And and he actually the police meet with him and he talks with them and then and and he's like going on and on like prattling they're not even asking him questions and then he eventually admits to it and rips up the floorboards and is like he's there he's underneath the floorboards i i can't take this anymore he's there yeah okay i i do remember the story now now that you even that little first part jogged my memory yeah and i would say this is a this is a pretty good story and i mean honestly the way that bo told it that is that is the summary of it. I mean, it is yeah. that quick. It's a pretty short story. It's not very long. Um, no. And I would say that is a, that is a, a good story. Um, I did like that one. I wouldn't necessarily say it's like scary per se. No, um, but an no. interesting story for sure. Yeah. And the <clears> next <throat> one is called facts in the case of M Vladimir. Uh, Valdemar. Valdemar. Sorry. And I, I'm pretty sure the M is for Monsieur Valdemar. The hell does that mean? I don't know. Sounds French. Um, I don't remember this one at all. I think this is the one. Uh, the dude is like dying, right? And oh, and they like hypnotize him so he stays I think alive. So, yeah, and so he's like clinically dead, but he's like able to tell them what he's seeing right but while he's dead i'm pretty I, yeah. sure and it's he, like makes horrible noises yeah yeah them. it's and he yeah he basically is dead on this table but somehow they, they are able to um he's able to like talk to them and tell them what he is seeing and experiencing um basically while he's dead if i remember correctly I, yeah um, you're right uh that story as interesting as it sounds when we say that, not that interesting. Yeah. Nah, it's it's super clinical and dry because it's like written by the guy who hypnotized him who's like doing trials. Yep. Yeah. And and that's a great way to put it. It's very clinical sounding and it just I didn't think it was that interesting at all. No, me neither. I I, I didn't remember it until you told me. <laughs> um the next one I have the list pulled up now too um, is Hop Frog. Yeah, what's this one? Um, I actually did like this one. This is the one with the um, the jester who is like a midget. Oh, okay, yeah, burns and, alive. Based on yeah, a true story too. It is. Mm-hmm. Really, Some, something super similar happened at a guy's wedding. They all dressed up as orangutans. And they like use burlap and were covered in oil. And, Are you serious? Yep. And, and and like 20 people burned alive. Oh. 
Okay. So this story out of all of them, to it be wasn't honest, like a trick though. They were trying to just like fuck with people. Okay. It was an accident that they burned alive. Um, dang, holy crap. <laughs> that makes it even worse. Cause this, this story actually stood out the most to me, to be honest. Re- um, see, I thought since this one's based on a true story, I saw it coming from like a mile away. See, and I didn't know that. So, okay. I could see how that one, that one catches you differently. Like, um, but I, I like this one. So this one is about um, Hop Frog. He is like the king's jester or like a duke or something like that, right? It might, it might be a king. I think um, it is a king because, yeah, I think it is a king. And basically this jester and then he has a couple of other friends that are in like the king's um, service. And the king treats them like shit, basically all of them. So Hop Frog, the jester, convinces the king and his like court that one thing that would be like extra crazy at like this new or this uh this party they're gonna have uh would be for them all to dress up as orangutans and he calls well, it something insult the the jester like pretty severely they insult him uh they hit the one girl who's like his best friend they like they they treat her like shit and i'm pretty sure they beat the shit out of her so this is all before he tells the king, you know, that he should uh, dress up as orangutans for this uh, upcoming party. And not only that, it was like they call it something like the circle of something. But basically, all have to be dressed as orangutans and bound together, like with their in a circle, but all facing outward. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the king agrees to this and does this. And while they're this party is all tied together so they can't get away from each other and they're bumbling around the uh the party itself freaking people out uh hop frog jumps into the middle of them and he has the other i'm pretty sure it's the other girl right lower the chandelier hook Mm -hmm. and hooks the party by the line they're tied together with and drags them up to the ceiling of like this huge hall and Hopfrog proceeds to set all of them on fire, mm-hmm. which is horrifying. Yeah. Because they're all hanging above everyone. Yeah. yeah, just burning. And yeah, like you said, they had to be covered in tar because they used like red well, t- uh, tar and like flaxseed, I think. Yeah, to make them, to give and them a, the red appearance, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, this one this one actually stuck with me. Like this one's pretty crazy. But it makes it even more horrifying that you said it's based on a true story. So yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. But it was Holy an accident. Shit. It wasn't like somebody was like freaking executing people for doing something wrong. It was like an accident. And they were they were like I think they were like they were like at some ball and there were not supposed to be any torches, and then some drunk asshole came in with a torch on accident and lit oh, one wow. on fire. But I, maybe they I think they called themselves the bag men pretty intense either way if it is true like holy crap (laughs) um but yeah i actually thought this one was pretty good so then like after hop frog lights him on fire he freaking escapes and it's a short story so we don't know what happened with him yeah probably went on to live happily ever after i don't know um the next one is called murders in the rue morgue yeah, I don't. Is this the long one? 
Yeah. There's one of these that's like an hour and 40 minutes. Pretty sure it's this one. And if I remember right, this is the one where the investigators, there's like two dead people in the house, right? One of them got like killed in the room. Like uh, her head was almost cut off, right? I don't remember this one at all. Okay. So I'm thinking this is the one where the investigators are trying to figure out what happened to these two people? One of them looks like she had her head cut, but like it's almost cut completely off. Um, and the other one was drugged like up the chimney. And basically what we find out is, and like you said, this is so long and so boring right up to the very end. Oh yeah, um, this one I tuned out. Yeah. So if I remember right though, by the end, they find this dude who purchased an orangutan. I don't know what Poe's obsession with orangutans was. Me neither. Um, they always talk about crows when it comes to him. Yeah. Well, they should talk about orangutans because I'm pretty sure three out of these nine stories have orangutans in them. Um, but this dude like bought this orangutan. It was like a trained one. And yeah, it was like in a room. And it saw him like shaving with his razor and the orangutan gets a hold of the razor. And then that lady comes in and it cuts her fucking head off and it grabs the dude and beats the shit out of him and drags him up the chimney and it leaves his body there in the chimney. Mm -hmm. And that's literally it. it takes almost two hours to tell that story. And it is not really scary at all because it's so boring. No, it's it's so super boring. I mean, the idea of an orangutan with a freaking razor, like a shaving razor, is terrifying. But the way this was told is not scary at all. Okay, just for anybody who is curious, I looked it up. That that event where all those people was were burned is known as the Ball of the Burning Men, where four men were, were burned to death. Oh, wow. And that's what Poe based that story I, on? No, doesn't it seem like it? Because it's, it's almost like the same thing. Yeah. Does it say when that supposedly took place? In 1393. Oh, well then, yeah. Because if Poe was writing in 18, the 1800s, yeah, then for sure he probably based it on that. Interesting. Dang, man. Nice nice little tie in there. I like that. Yeah, I don't know how I knew about this shit. I don't know either, but that's awesome. That's a good, that's a good uh, little factoid. I like it. Um, maybe poets not based on that and i'm just full of shit but it seems oddly similar yeah i was gonna say it seems legit to me uh moving on here the next one is called mask of the red death and i couldn't tell you a single thing about it i don't don't remember this one at all either nope and i actually want to say this was one of the stories it's so short that it started and then I was in almost the middle of the next story before I realized they weren't the same story. Yeah, it's only 16 minutes. Yeah. Okay, yes. <laughs> okay, that makes perfect sense then. Um, so you know what? Moving on, because I don't remember it at all. Fair enough. Uh, the next... <sighs> Sorry, I clicked off the freaking thing. Uh, the so the next one is called The Pit and the Pendulum. Yeah, and I kind of remember what happens in this, but I don't understand it at all like i don't remember this one at all okay i just remember there's 
the dude's like crawling around in the dark and he hears the ticking of the pendulum, but I don't remember what any of it has to do with anything. So, okay, so yeah, it's like it seemed like he was like captured or something, like somebody had put him in like a hole. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that sounds familiar. But yeah, I don't remember like if he gets out or anything like that. No. I don't know. It wasn't very interesting. Uh, the next one is Fall of the House of Usher. Do you remember anything about this one? It, uh, no. <laughs> like, oh, either. man. What is this one? The Fall of the House of Usher. Uh, nope. Yeah, I'm drawing a complete blank on that one, to be honest. Um, the next one is The Black Cat. Oh, see, I like this one. Okay, I don't remember anything about this one. So this one is just like, it's first person again, and it's a guy, basically he was like in love with his cat, like it would like follow him everywhere, and in essentially in like an act of rage, he kills it. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, go ahead. And then another going. cat shows up that looked almost identical to his other cat, but it has like a white stripe on it, but this cat is like super obnoxious as cats are, and is like getting in between his legs and stuff like that, and then him and his wife are down in the cellar doing something, and he goes to kill the cat. And his wife stops him, and he and he ends up and just turns the axe on her and kills, he kills her. Kills her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And he okay. boards her. He puts her. He like puts her up in the wall that was like torn down that they were down there to fix. And he puts her up in the wall in the basement. And then like I think so. Like, the cops come to check on him and like where figure out where she's at. And the cat is is like meowing down there. And so they go to investigate that. And he had put the cat in the wall with her on accident. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay, that one that one's okay. I would say I that one's I, okay. see I like I like that one because I don't like cats. Yeah. Oh, I don't like cats either. And that sounds like something a cat would do. Exactly. Because they're dicks. Um, <laughs> send us all your uh send us all your hate because we don't like cats. We, yeah, we please hear bring it. Because if there's one thing I know, the internet loves cats for some reason. <laughs> yeah, they, they would. Um, and the last story is the cask of Amontillado, which this one's okay. Yeah, and I mean, I don't, I don't fully understand what happened in this story. So essentially, right, like he goes to a like his friend, who is also like a wine dealer, and he's looking for uh -huh. like a certain type of wine, and he tells him where to find it, but his friend like insists on coming with him. And then, like, he, he, like, tricks him into this basement and, like, locks him in there and just leaves him there. He, like, bricks him up in there. Yeah. Right? And, but I, why? I That's what I didn't understand at all. It's, like, why he did it to this guy. I don't um, know. This is also the one story out of all of these two that I have to give, like, tip my hat to the, uh, to the narrators. Because the one dude, like, does, like, the coughing fits yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it's great. And th that's actually really good. Like, to be honest, if more of the stories had been told in that way, I felt like I would have stayed engaged a lot longer. Um, but yeah, I didn't really understand what happened. I just remember, yeah, he's like, ooh, we can find the Amontillado. And the other guy's like, the Amontillado? Yeah, the Amontillado. Like, they say it a lot. They do. <laughs> um, yeah, and then he, like, leads him to the place where it's at, but then he just, like, pushes him in and he shuts the door and he bricks it up and he can just hear the other guy 
that he shoved in there, like laughing and coughing at the same time. And then it ends. <laughs> and I'm like, what's just happened? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure why he did that. No, I don't get it at all. I mean, that, that story is okay. But like I said, I think it's just a nod to the narrators for me. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's uh, that's all nine stories in that one. Yeah, that's that's tales of terror. Yeah, um, not super terrifying. Uh, a little disappointing for uh, since we wanted to do it for Spooky Month, but you know that's not really our fault because everybody says like, "Oh, Edgar Allan Poe, it's all super scary," which you know we kind of shared our feelings about that in the beginning. So I think horror has come such a long way that it's hard to be scared by this stuff. And maybe that's what it is, man. Yeah, if you're talking about stories that are almost 200 years old, you know, that's stuff's going to change. You know, things are going to be different. So, and like I said, I truly believe if I was sitting by firelight reading some of these, I would be scared. Or like if somebody was reading them to me, you know, at, mm -hmm. if we were sitting around as a family and like somebody was reading them to you as a family, I could see how it would be pretty scary. Super scary. Like I, maybe I, I think they're more like disturbing more than anything. Cause there sure. isn't really like a lot of fantastical elements. No. And the fact that they're so short, they don't, they don't have a lot of time to breathe. Like, but I mean, it makes sense that they're short. You know, I don't think, I don't know. I don't feel like people were writing because even most of, um, you know, most of Lovecraft stuff is really short too. And Lovecraft yeah. was much more recent than Poe. So, um, but yeah, that, uh, I think that about does it for Tales of Terror. Don't you think? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm done beating this actual dead horse. <laughs> yeah um so yeah let us know you guys thoughts about that uh we'd love to hear from you guys again kotpl.pod at gmail.com is the easiest way to get a hold of us um uh like i said before head on over to youtube and uh you can leave us a dislike but we might not even find out about it yeah suckers um, <laughs> uh yeah, uh, please tell your friends. You know, if you guys enjoy what we do, uh, let your friends know. We would really appreciate that. That's all we would ask of anybody right now. You know, this is a conversation we were going to have inevitably. So we just hit record instead. So you guys yeah. can basically hear the conversation we're going to have about it. So, yeah. So, um, anything else? With, with that uh what are we doing next time even though we're so far behind what are we doing next time so the next book that we are looking at is called the luminous dead which is a quite a bit newer it actually came out uh, in 2019 yeah 2019 yeah uh yeah and um, then we we just have one more episode of charlotte to do before we wrap up that series in our yes. anime squires yeah so if you guys uh if you want a chance to suggest an anime for the next one uh now would be the time to do it because yeah there's only one more episode of that um we already have an anime lined up if we don't get any suggestions but we would like to hear from you guys yeah so. we sure would yeah so, so i think with that we will catch you all in the next one thanks for listening